Hey there, and welcome to the One Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. If you'd like to know more about life at One Church, visit us online at weareone.church or check us out on social media. Good morning, church. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are in the third part of our current series, Sunday School Stories. I don't know about you guys, but I've really been enjoying this series. And today I'm going to be speaking to you on David and Goliath. Um, I'm really excited for the message that I've got to bring to you today. And I'm really hoping that God is going to move this morning in your home where you are and come and speak to you. Uh, If you are taking notes, the title of my message today is This is how we fight our battles. You may be familiar with the story of David and Goliath already. You may have heard it if you were in Sunday school or even if you weren't like me. I didn't grow up hearing these stories. Um, But I've preached on this story before and often when we look at David and Goliath, we put ourselves central to the story. We're usually the central character to our own movie, aren't we? The central narrative to our own lives, which is completely normal. And um, we've often been taught in this story about how we can be like David and we can fight and overcome our giants and there's nothing actually necessarily wrong with that narrative there's a lot of great lessons and encouragements that we can take from that story but today I want to take a different look at this story and just see if maybe there's something bigger here that we're missing or is there a way that we can delve into this story a little bit more and um, and pull out some things that can really impact the way that we live our lives when we look at this story even though we might put ourselves as David I think actually we might be a little bit more like the Israelites. The Israelite army here are facing the Philistine army in the context of this story. There's one on either hill and they're facing each other and the Philistines have this giant Goliath who is is teasing and taunting the Israelite army and they are cowering in fear. They don't know how they're going to face him. Um, They don't know how they're going to win this battle and I think actually when we look at this story that's probably where we sit. It's not necessarily the central character of David but the Israelites looking at all the huge things that we make face in our lives and just feeling a bit overwhelmed and not feeling like we can tackle them and so if we're not David in this story and we're looking at it from that perspective who is David well today I want to unpack what this story would look like if we put Jesus as the central character if we put Jesus as David in this story how does that change it for us what do we learn from it Well, there's actually already a few similarities that we can see when we put Jesus and David in this story together. We know that both David and Jesus came from humble and insignificant beginnings. They were often challenged or doubted in who they were anointed and called to be. David in this story is a young kid and he doesn't look like the hero that the army would think they needed. And we know that from Jesus. Jesus didn't look like the savior that the world thought they needed. David is the one who stands in the place of the many when they're facing the Philistine army and no one else will go forward. David is the one who stands in the gap for the rest of the army to face Goliath. And that's exactly what Jesus did for us. Jesus is the one who stood in the gap to pay the price when no one was able or willing to. He stood in that gap for us. He stepped forward and fought for us to defend us in all of our mess. Jesus stepped forward. 
And David's silence to the enemy, the voice that came out from what we see in scripture, says that each day they came out to taunt uh, the Israelite army. David is the one who silenced the voice of Goliath, who silenced those taunts. And just the same, Jesus is the one who has silenced the voice of the enemy over our lives, the one that comes out to taunt and defy. That means to challenge or prove something, to defy. The voice that comes in to say, see, I told you so, this was too much. See, I told you so, you aren't able to do this. You can achieve that. You can do this. You can overcome. You're not going to win. You're going to lose. Jesus is the one that comes in and silences that voice. And of course, the main part of the story is that David won the victory for his people, which enabled them to go ahead and claim the land, to claim that victory that he won. And of course, Jesus is the greater David in that he won the ultimate battle, the ultimate victory of all time. When he got on that cross first, when he took away the separation between God and man, when he took away every mistake, every moment of weakness, every moment of failure that we would have, he won the ultimate battle. And this is the big difference that we see when we look at this story, when we understand this fact, when we know Jesus won the ultimate battle. This is the part of the story that changes for us, changes how we live. And so what, what does it mean for us? What does that, how does that change how we live? Well, this is what it means. When we begin to understand that he has won the ultimate battle for us, when we begin to see Jesus in this story, we understand that we are not fighting for victory in our battles, but we are fighting from victory. We are not fighting for the victory today, but we are fighting from victory. Isaiah 53 verse 5, this is a, a beautiful chapter and it's a prophecy of Jesus and, and what he would come to do. And it says this from verse 5, that he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed. He holds the victory today. His victory is our victory. But wait, maybe you're thinking, you're sat there thinking, but wait, this doesn't make sense. I still face battles every day. I still feel like I am losing. This year is overwhelming and I'm losing battles left, right and center. What does this mean? Jesus has won the ultimate battle. Well, then why? Why am I still facing them? Why is life still so hard? Well, we see this in John 16, verse 33. Jesus says this. He says, I have told you this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus tells us we're gonna, we're gonna face them. There will be trials and sorrows, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So we're still going to face battles, but what's the difference? What's the change? The change is that we understand what we face, that the battle isn't removed, but our perception is shifted. Imagine 
the shift in perspective that the Israelites experienced before David came to this battle. They were stood there and um, we know that they were terrified and scared. Scripture says in verse 11, on hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. This was their perspective before David arrived. Afraid, terrified and not knowing how they would win. And what we have to remember is that Goliath here isn't the whole army. Goliath is a giant that represents that whole army. He represents how difficult it is to beat them. But there is still an army of Philistines behind Goliath. However, their shift in perspective comes when David arrives and defeats Goliath. Once that giant is defeated, all of a sudden the Israelites' perspective on this battle, on the overwhelming feeling of the army before to now, changes In verse 51, we see this. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they turned and ran. Then the men of Israel and Judah surged forward with a shout and pursued the Philistines. It's that moment, isn't it, in every good action movie where uh, the hero of the story is overwhelmed, overrun, and um, the, the battle looks like it's completely lost. And then all of a sudden, there is a shift, there is a change, there is a turn, and they start to win. They start to fight, and they start to overcome that battle. There is a shift, there is a change, and victory is in sight. Because of David's victory, this is what happened with the Israelites. They had the courage to charge forward. And this is the same because Jesus has already gone before us. He has already defeated the grave, already taken down the giant and won the battle. You see, the key isn't the absence of battles, but our perspective within the battles. And perhaps this is that moment for you today. Perhaps this is the time where your perspective needs to shift. Perhaps this is the moment in that good old movie where change starts to happen, where where you thought you were losing, you begin to overcome. Perhaps this year has been the battle of your life and it has felt like you were losing, felt like you are drowning, felt like you are being overcome. Perhaps this is the turning point now, the time to shift your perspective, the time to look back to Jesus and remind yourself that he has already won, he has already overcome, and that you are not fighting for victory today, but you are fighting from his victory. Come on, maybe now is the time to start to get that worship music on. Open up your Bible, start to speak to your spirit and remind yourself who Jesus is. He is your saviour. He is victorious. And because of him, you can charge forward today and you can claim the victory in your circumstance, claim the victory in your battle. See, the battle that you fight today is not one that you fight alone or in vain. But you have the safety and security of the victory of heaven on your side, that he has already defeated death. He has already defeated the grave that you are no longer held captive but set free because he says take heart I have overcome the world you see here's what happens when we are the hero of our own story 
The pressure to succeed and win is insurmountable. It is overwhelming. It is crushing. The pressure to succeed and be a hero as a parent and always get it right and always manage and cope. The pressure to succeed in your career and be who you think you should be. The pressure to succeed as a Christian that we may take on a savior complex where we need to lift everyone up and carry everyone around us and and be viewed as so good and so great. The pressure against our addictions to succeed, the pressure against our mental health to succeed and win that battle and win that fight. You see, when we're the hero of all those situations, it is crushing and overwhelming. We begin to experience self-blame. We begin to experience guilt when eventually and inevitably we fail because we're carrying a weight that we were never intended to carry and certainly not to carry alone. You see, the message of Jesus is this. It is not a message about how you can overcome and defeat your enemies, but it is a message about how you can face the battle because he has already defeated them. In verse 45, we see um, David face Goliath. And this is a, a kind of a summary of what he says. He says a bit more than this, but surmised, he comes before Goliath and he says this. I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies. Today, the Lord will conquer you. I will kill you and cut off your head. This is the Lord's battle and he will give you to us. And because of Jesus, when we put Jesus in that story and we begin to realize the battle's already won, we begin to proclaim that we're fighting not for victory, but from victory. This is then our declaration. This is what we can say in the face of the battle of the enemies that taunt and defy us. I come to you in the name of Jesus. Today, he has already conquered you. And I will fight from this place of victory, cutting off the power you hold over me. This is the Lord's battle, and he has already given me the victory. See, this is it. This is how we fight our battles. This is how we fight our battles. Not for victory, but from victory may look like we are surrounded, but we are surrounded by heaven's army, by the victory of Jesus Christ today. This is how we fight our battles. And hear this this morning. It is okay to not be the hero of your own story. It is okay to not hold it all together. It is okay to not be able to defeat the things that hold you captive. It is okay to feel weakness because he holds it all together. He defeats and he is the ultimate hero of this story. And if everything for you today, you're sat here watching thinking, you know, this is a great message. This is uh, amazing, but life's peachy for me. Like things are okay. I'm not in a battle. So like, this is a great story, but this is a message for someone else. I need to send it to this person or they need to hear this right now. But, but this is, I'm good. I'm good. Hear this. These are the words of Jesus. In this life, you will face trials and sorrows. You may not be in one now, but let me tell you, there is one potentially right around the corner for you. And how are you going to face it? What is your perspective going to be? Have you already equipped yourself? Have you already reminded and armed yourself with who Jesus is so that when that battle comes, your perspective is one of I'm fighting from victory? 
Because if you don't prepare yourself, you quickly get into that battle and you are the hero of your own story trying to desperately fight for the victory. Get your perspective ready now. Get yourself armed with the victory of Jesus Christ. Begin to speak it to your spirit. Begin to remind yourself who he is today and prepare yourself for the journey ahead. This is how we fight our battles. Not for victory, but from victory.